good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. So let's start off with today's daily COVID report. Now I know some people could care less about the daily numbers, but I think they are important. It gives us an idea of where we are at in relation to this pandemic and Thailand. Thailand logged a record 239 new COVID-19 fatalities and 20,128 new cases over the previous 24 hours. On Monday, 20,791 COVID-19 patients recovered and were discharged from hospitals, slightly more than the number of new cases. Now another interesting fact is the number of people being tested. In the brown box you can see the 7 day average for testing which stands at about 50,151 tests per day. Now based on the average cases we are seeing a positivity rate of about 40% which seems very high. However what this really shows is Thailand's lack of testing. Testing seems to be just for close contacts and people with symptoms rather than mass testing. Now for our first story of the day. Lockdown to last until August 31st. The government has decided to extend lockdown measures until the end of the month in the face of rising COVID-19 infections, but banks and financial institutions located in department stores will be allowed to reopen, said a government spokesman. After a meeting chaired by the Prime Minister Prayut Chanachai yesterday, the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration decided to extend existing COVID-19 restrictions until August 31. Restrictions that were put in place to contain the spread of COVID-19's Bangkok and 28 other dark red provinces last month were going to expire tomorrow. With the extension, everyone living in the high-risk provinces will be required to abide by the 9pm and 4am curfew until the end of the month. Starting tomorrow, however, banks and financial institutions in malls will be allowed to resume operations. In order to help flatten the infection curve, the government will also ramp up public testing, especially at businesses which employ more than 50 workers. While most state and private employees will still be required to work from home whenever possible, workplaces whose workers still need to physically show up are encouraged to ramp up testing. He went on to say that wider use of antigen test kits among the public will be promoted and relevant agencies will begin work on the Thai COVID pass in preparation for the country's reopening. So as parts of the country slowly reopen to international tourism, other parts are being kept in lockdown, including the capital. It seems like a very strange situation, and one that does not seem to be repeated in other parts of the world. The biggest issue that I take with these lockdowns is the severe lack of financial support for both workers and businesses. They are being forced to close, but yet the government is not really helping. More needs to be done. Now, you may have heard me say words such as the Thailand COVID pass and wonder what the hell that is. Well, it seems that Thailand will be introducing another application to aid in the reopening of business. Now, currently Thailand has about five different COVID applications. I've created an entire folder on my iPhone just for them. But this one looks like it could be somewhat important. This pass looks like it'll be used by restaurants, bars and indoor venues to allow only vaccinated customers use these facilities. I guess they are going down the road of France and other EU countries. Indoor dining will be only for the vaccinated. I find this a bit harsh, especially with the low number of vaccinated in the country. It would be a completely different thing if Thailand had 80 to 90% vaccinated. Another issue that springs to mind is, will it work for expats and non-Thai nationals? 
As many of you know, half the apps in this country related to anything the government do never work for us because they require a 13-digit Thai ID number. I guess only time will tell. It may very well work from the QR code that is on your vaccination record which currently generates a digital certificate. If it's using that technology then I reckon it will work for us expats too. Now next up, Tat pins hopes on shorter quarantine. The Tourism Authority of Thailand is hoping a shorter quarantine nationwide during the fourth quarter can accelerate travel demand once the pandemic is controlled. Tat Governor Yutasak Supasorn said the current outbreak is more severe and lasting longer than expected. It has led to stringent measures to curtail the number of new infections. The country has tried to reopen to tourism under the Phuket Sandbox scheme. He said more destinations are expected to welcome inoculated tourists from October to the first quarter of next year, but the most effective method to lure tourists is to reduce the quarantine period across the board. After the outbreak subsides, we will propose a plan to ease quarantine rules, not only in Sandbox area, but the whole country, to generate more travel as many countries have started to reduce the mandatory period to seven days, Mr. Yutasak said. With these conditions, TAT is maintaining its forecast this year of 1.2 million international arrivals, generating 85 billion Thai baht. However, if the outbreak continues to linger, the agency plans to slash its estimate, he said. TAT set an ambitious target to earn 1.3 to 1.9 trillion Thai baht next year. The key factors for achieving that goal depend on a national vaccination push to help contain the virus by the early fourth quarter and creating herd immunity by the first half of next year, which should allow the Thai economy to recover by the end of 2022, Mr. Yutasek said. To attract more travelers, the reopening rules should feature relaxed travel regulations and recognition of all, fa of all vaccine brands on the approval list for inoculation tourists, he said. Mr. Yutasak said the outgoing policy and mandatory quarantine for each destination are also crucial to support the tourism target. Lastly, the government must continue to introduce economic and tourism stimulus packages to support economic growth, he said. Mr. Yutasak said Thai tourism in the post-pandemic period will focus on boosting revenue as well as establishing high-value and sustainable tourism in line with the country's national strategy for a new tourism landscape. He said one change in tourist behaviour in the post-pandemic era could be less travel. Tourism promotions should be targeted at travellers who can comply with additional rules during trips, particularly regarding health and safety, Mr. Yutasek commented. Well, surprise, surprise, a new day and a new press release from the Tourism Authority of Thailand. I get the impression they are being paid by the number of articles they put out each week. Yes, staying relevant and condoning your large budget is hard to do when no one is traveling to Thailand right now or has since April 2020. The bottom line is if travel restrictions are not reduced before high season, most hospitality businesses will be gone and high season will be irrelevant. Travel agents from abroad need proper planning in place in order to charter flights and market the destination. We are then talking about high season 22-23. How many hospitality operators can continue to hold out till then? Very few is the answer. Most businesses are open only because they are receiving soft loans from the banks to get through. Eventually that money will stop. Travel subsidies for domestic travel is a waste of taxpayers' money. That money can be better spent buying vaccines and feeding and taking care of the poor and needy, not paying for holidays for the few that can afford it. As he states, more destinations are expected to welcome inoculated tourists from October to the first quarter of next year, but the most effective method to lure tourists is to reduce the quarantine period across the board. Now, he didn't know that before? Surely common sense and being the governor of a tourism organization would qualify you to know that. 
He goes on, after the outbreak subsides, we will propose a plan to ease quarantine rules, not only in sandbox areas, but the whole country, to generate more travel as many countries have started to reduce the mandatory period to seven days. I have no idea what he is talking about there, because no other travel destination that is looking for tourists have mandatory quarantine on arrival. If somebody can tell me a country that's actively looking for tourists who's got mandatory quarantine on arrival, other than Thailand, please do let me know. As we have said time and time again, for Thailand to attract more tourists, the mandatory stay and ridiculous rules about PCR testing need to be scrapped immediately. Now I'd love to know your thoughts on all of this and as always, please leave those comments down in the comment section down below. Now Thailand confirms Phuket Sandbox 7 plus a 7 extension is now in effect. Thailand's Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration has endorsed and upgraded measures for the Phuket Sandbox program to offer a 7 plus 7 night stay in Phuket and selected areas in Krabi, Panya or Suratani. The Tourism Authority of Thailand announced that the Phuket Sandbox program has received the green light from the CCSA to be upgraded as Phuket Sandbox 7 plus 7 extension, providing fully vaccinated international travellers with more options to visit multiple Thai destinations without the need for quarantine. Starting from the 16th of August 2021, the Phuket Sandbox 7 plus 7 program allows eligible international travellers to reduce the mandatory stay in Phuket from 14 days to 7, after which another 7 nights can be spent in Krabi, which would consist of Koh Phi Phi, Koh Nyai or Ralai Bay, Panya, which will be Kaulak or Khao Yai, or Surat Thani, which will be part of the Samui Plus of Koh Samui, Koh Panya and Koh Tao. The existing entry measures in place for the Phuket Sandbox program remain unchanged for the 7 plus 7 extension, but travellers planning to spend another 7 nights outside of Phuket must obtain a transfer form issued by their hotel in Phuket indicating they have stayed in Phuket for 7 nights, which they will need to show together with the negative results of their two COVID-19 tests conducted on day 0 and day 6 to 7 in Phuket. Travelling from Phuket to the selected areas in Krabi, Panya or Suratani is available only via approved routes and modes of transport. Suratani can be reached via Bangkok Airways direct domestic flight on the Phuket Kosamui route. Krabi can be reached by the SHA plus certified boat and ferry services from approved piers. And Panya Kaulak can be reached by SHA plus certified car transfer services from Phuket direct to the SHA plus certified hotels. Panya Koyao Noi or Koyao Yai can be reached via the SHA plus certified boat and ferry services from approved piers. Once travellers have completed the seven night extension in Krabi, Panya or Suratani and are tested negative in their third COVID-19 test conducted on day 12 to 13 by the way, they will receive a release form from their hotel and will be able to continue their journey to other destinations in Thailand. If the stay in Krabi, Panya or Suratani is less than seven nights, travellers must proceed directly back to Phuket International Airport on the day of departure. At the port of entry back into Phuket, they will need to show a plane ticket or other proof of their international travel from Phuket. While in Thailand, TAT would like to remind all travellers to continue the DMH TTA precautions to prevent the spread of COVID-19. That will be distancing, mask wearing, hand washing, temperature checks, testing for COVID-19 and the alert application. Now just to clarify a few things, as of today the 18th of August you cannot book this program on the COE Thailand website. I have asked various people what's going on but of now I cannot get a firm answer when it will be bookable. 
To avail of the program, you will have to choose it in the COE Thailand website when applying for your certificate of entry. You should be given different options in relation to this. Now, as I said previously, once the full rules are released, we will do an in-depth show in relation to this for people who might be interested in planning a holiday based on this 7 plus 7 Phuket Sandbox extension. Workers of massage parlors spas file lawsuit against the government, demand 200 million. A group of massage parlor owners, as well as masseuses, filed a lawsuit against the government on Tuesday, demanding 200 million Thai baht, approximately 6 million US dollars in compensation. After such places were ordered shut for months by authorities without any compensation, more than 200 people working at massage parlors and spas arrived at the civil court in Bangkok this morning to file a lawsuit against the finance ministry. They accused the ministry of indifference in supporting their venues, which has been shuttered for months due to lockdown measures. The group claimed they had been treated unfairly leading to financial losses. They told us to shut our places to help the nation. But we're the ones who deal with the damages, said Pitak Yota, director of the Charwaya Association for the Conservation of Thai Massage. Because of the government's order, many of us became broke and fell into death. We've endured long enough. Massage parlors were among the first venues ordered shut since the third wave outbreak in April. The reopening is yet unknown. Well, this is a very interesting story, and I wonder how this will play out in court. Their claims are valid and easily provable. However, I believe the emergency decree probably protects these clowns from being prosecuted. But we'll just have to keep our eye on this story because if successful, it would set a precedent for other industries to act. So what do you think? Do you believe these workers should be given compensation for their businesses being closed for so long? Do you believe the masseuses should be? I'd love to know your thoughts and comments down below. And now for your Phuket News Roundup. Phuket reported 52 new COVID infections in the past 24 hours. We had 274 international arrivals through the Sandbox scheme. Two tested positive for COVID on arrival and one result is unavailable. They arrived on three flights, two Singapore Airlines and one El Al. 223 travellers tested negative for COVID during their second and third test as well. Since the 1st of July, 21,610 travellers have availed of the Sandbox programme. And according to the Phuket Public Health, 91% of the Phuket population has received one dose of the vaccine so far, with 70% receiving two. And in other news, the Sandbox Express bus, which was to cease operations on August 16th, has been extended to continue taking Sandbox tourists from Phuket to Sunilabum Airport in Bangkok until at least August 30th, and Sandbox tourists can now also choose to take a private minivan to the capital's official confirmed today. Region 8 Police Chief has donated 51 smart card readers and 20 smartphones to be used at the Phuket checkpoint leading on the island to ensure that no people wanting to come in to Phuket are wanted on outstanding arrest warrants. The lockdown in the heart of Phuket town will not be lifted until further active case finding tests are conducted today and submitted to the Phuket Communicable Disease Committee for consideration, said the Phuket town mayor. And finally, new measures have been ordered by the Provincial Communicable Disease Committee to curb the latest outbreak of COVID-19, which has been linked to worker camps, factories and other workplaces on the island. Under the order, workers must remain at one job site and not move to another. Employers are to test workers for COVID-19 using antigen test kits once a week. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kira Mack. 
You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.